Hello, hello. Thanks for listening to Guidance Counselor 2.0. Listen, I want to give you a quick rundown of what this podcast is and what you're about to get into as you listen to these episodes. We had guidance counselors in middle school. We had guidance counselors in high school, but we didn't really have guidance counselors in college. And now as professionals, we don't really have anybody to turn to, to ask a quick question, to learn something about the job search or to navigate your career. And so that is what I want this podcast to be for you. I want it, for it to be a tool for you to navigate the job search and your career. So that being said, I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you need to reach me, Taylor at Vaco, V-A-C-O.com is how to get in touch with me, old fashioned email, social media at T-D-E-S-S-E-Y-N. T-D-E-S-S-E-Y-N. And finally, please rate and review this in the app store because I want this to be discoverable for others so they can navigate their careers. Hope you enjoy the episode. Kyle, give the people what they want. First and foremost, who are you? What do you do? And then we'll dive in. Man, that is uh, so glad to be here, Taylor. Um, Kyle Allen, I'm in Nashville. Um, So I'm um, the managing partner here in the Nashville office. So I kind of oversee all the operations, uh, revenue, sales role here in Nashville, and then I oversee a handful of other offices across the Vaco globe as well. So um, I'm more of a, we talked about this too, which I thought was hilarious, aspiring tech nerd that I will continue to be aspiring towards. I'm actually a CPA and uh, every day learning a little bit more about technology. Um, And I know what makes the world spin uh, is not accounting, but accounting is a necessary evil, but tech is uh, where it's at. So love to hang out with any tech folks when I can. Yes, absolutely. I am, I'm learning, I'm learning Kyle on some tech, tech things. Um, he is getting better, more proficient. Um, but again, at the end of the day, accounting is just debits and credits, right? All right. So let's go ahead and dive in. So Kyle, Kyle's been with Kyle. How long you've been the recruiting industry for just in general? Recruiting industry. I just started driving. So 16 years in October. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So Kyle's seen a lot. He's been through a lot, kind of like Alex, who I had on the show a few months back, who is who runs our technology practice. Listen, I, I, I told it with Alex, dinosaur to digital is what we talked about. But what I'm talking, what I'm saying is that guys like Kyle, guys like Alex have been in the industry for a very long time. They have a very good pulse on what's going on. So Kyle, I want to dive in. What are your thoughts on 2022, man? Again, we are, you know, the people tune in, John, Craig, Yulman, Yolanda, Daniel, what's going on? It's good to see you. I'm sure they had the same thought as even I do. And I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Like, what do you think 22 is going to entail for hiring and, and just general outlook? Well, I think 22 is going to be a lot of like 21, maybe with a little more amped up version of it. I think that the, the yep. competition for talent has never been greater. I think there's a really, really good opportunity for scrappy companies out there that have a really, really good succinct interview process and model. And they're really trying to, the companies that are out there trying to find talent as opposed to filling roles are going to do really well in 22, in my opinion. So I want to um, break that. I want to break that down real quick. Can you, so talent versus roles, yep. not to be confused with dinner roles, which I'm a big fan of. Talk Love to it. me about what that means specific, especially for hiring managers who are going to watch this in the future. Well, I think as a, as a hiring manager, you know, kind of, you got to evaluate, Hey man, I, you're not trying to recreate or, um, or carbon copy people because people are individual individuals, right? You have right. their own feelings and their own desire and you need to lean into that. But I think it's important to understand like what are some two or three things that like make each individual successful. And when you're talking to individuals or seeing, you're constantly looking for talent. You're constantly looking for that. 
So I just think it, it needs to be in these managers DNA of like, okay, I know what I need. I know, I know when I see it, I know I can able to go find it. And that obviously for the manager is to have a really open dialogue with the executive team of like what we're trying to do, what we're trying to grow. Right. And, and I think having access to that and telling them, Hey, this is where you, you do a good job of that. And other people work with me. It's like, Hey, I need time on your calendar. We're going to do this. We're going to drive. We're going to go. Right. And so um, really getting your leaders here to help that. Because I think if you, if you get to the kind of the same robotic HR process of like, Oh, Johnny put in notice, we need to backfill Johnny. We need to go through a three week process of writing a job description, um, getting it approved through the executive channels, then you post it on career builder and just sit back and wait. And then they got to come through a process that takes six weeks. Like you're going to be sorely. That, that sorely literally gives me anxiety. Like you, yeah. like you saying all that gives me anxiety. And so but companies like, do that. I know. I know. They don't I have know. power. They don't, they don't trust. They don't. And the reason why they don't do that is a couple of things. And my, this is totally my opinion is no that the, exec on show. the executives don't trust the managers, right? They don't mm -hmm. empower them to go hire people. And then the flip side of that is managers are too afraid to screw up to make a bad hire and look bad. So that instead of just owning where you screw up and make a bad hire and fixing it and correcting the wrong and moving on and learning from it, they want to look good. Right. Yeah. And so it's all about tone from the top as far as how your executives push that down. I love and that. that's, that's, that's a big key problem with corporate recruiting in general. Why it moves slow is people are afraid to make decisions. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I want to go back to the outlook. So I tweeted and I'm glad you said that. And it doesn't make me feel stupid. Brittany, it's good to see you. Brittany was a guest on a few weeks ago. Elliot, Sweet, what's hey, going Brittany. on, man? It's good to see you. Um, I tweeted the other day. I said, I think 2022 is going to be a little bit more of a feeding frenzy than 2021. And I had a hiring manager uh, tweet me and he goes, what makes you say that? And in my opinion, <laughs> Kyle, the aspiring developer, Alan. Yes, definitely. Yes. He, he knows .NET, so we are getting there. Um, so I think it's because I think 2021 was a realization for a lot of people about the market, what's going on. And I think a lot of people, I think while a lot of people moved around, I think there was a lot of people still being like, all right, is this too good to be true? Mm -hmm. I see things, I see, I'm seeing salaries go up. I'm seeing all this stuff. I'm just going to sit it out because I don't know if this is a trend or if this is like for real. I think all those people are like, holy cow, this is actually for real. And I yeah. think they're going to bounce in 2022. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I think, you know, that just, just on salaries, right? People don't leave for salaries. Um, but I think when it becomes so ridiculous that you're like, man, I need to look at I mean, maybe, maybe I need to look it, at it's it. It's like right? Mike Bobo leaving South Carolina, right? So when Shane Beamer was hired, big South, I can, I'll pull in football whenever I can. When Shane I know Beamer you can. I hope there's a few South Carolina fans on here for you. Is there yeah, like what the actually, hell? Is there's you not. About? So so Elliot's a Mississippi State <laughs> fan. Um, I don't know. My son may be going it. there next year. Maybe I may be swinging a cowbell. I love uh, Starbucks is number so, one, I think. Like Shane Beamer came in, offered Mike Bobo, I think like 1.1 mil or something like that, and then Auburn called and gave him like two or two and a half or something. It's like, listen, like that's life changing money, and yeah, of course, it's hilarious is he's fired now, right? So. Um, but like, that's life changing money. So I yep. understand like, go, go, go get the bread. But I think, I think also too, I think companies and I think individuals are going to dive in a little bit more in 2022 because of that though. Because yeah, I, think I, I think, I think here's the, you got the twofold. I think candidates or individuals looking for jobs probably put way too much on the money piece and undervalue 
the flexibility and mm. the autonomy that their current organization gives them. Everybody mm. does that yep. until, until you get somewhere else and you don't have it. You're like, crap, what? I've never had to do this before. And you feel like this, you're like, ah. or you feel like micromanaged. You're like, this guy's all over me back off. I've never had that. What is that worth to you? Right. And so I, I, I think people sorely undervalue that big time. Um, so that's one. And, and, and two, in a salary piece, like, yeah, there's, there's, a whole, there's a whole grand scheme of things. But if you break down, I'm going to kind of accounting nerd out you on a little oh, bit. Oh, here we go. Here we go. If, if you break down, if you break down a $15,000 raise over 12 months, over a 24 paychecks post-tax. It's like, like four bucks an hour. It's five not bucks an hour. that much money. I mean, I'm not saying, it's, you know what I mean by that? Like, right. I'm, it's an extra $300. And Kyle's like, talking about the grand worth. scheme of things, right? Listen, like, Same I thing, understand, right? like, you got to get paid. So like, and I, I think there's yeah. got to be some market correction. But so, so if I like, I had the flexibility to kind of, you know, leave the house or go to the house and come back and do my thing or work remotely and come and go and I'm, I'm empowered and I'm making change, like, it's 15 grand worth losing that. Like, that's all I'm saying on the candidate side is like, it's not all about salary. And so, individuals looking for jobs undervalue that piece. Yeah. I'm saying. So, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so let's talk about, um, so let's, let's talk about this year a little bit more, right? Where, where do you think the biggest pitfalls? And again, you can come at it from accounting perspective again. I mean, this no, is yeah. general. And I think too, yeah. I think the reason why I like hanging out with Kyle, not only is because he, he's a good dude and I like him, but he also has the accounting finance side. I bring the tech side. And so we can kind of view the market in an extremely holistic manner. So Kyle, talk to me even whether it's accounting finance or in general, the, the biggest pitfalls that you've seen with companies in 2021. So that's this year. Well, the biggest thing, I mean, the biggest pitfalls are pretty simple. I mean, I, I think people are not changing, right? I think hiring managers. Yeah. Or just organizations of how they job hire. Not, are changing. They're changing jobs a lot right now. <laughs> that's right. But I'm just saying like organizations like, well, we, this is how, we always, you always talk to Mr. Allen. Oh, everybody has to talk to Mr. Allen. He's out yeah. for the next two weeks. So yeah. he, he has to see everybody. And then you're like, well, then it has to go through a six person panel. We need you to do three tests. Right. And then More once anxiety. that all comes back, then we'd like you to come in for a face to face eight hour. Yeah. And, then day here. and then you're yeah. rejected. And then you're rejected after that. Yeah. But the, here's, and, and so I just think companies waste time. That's their biggest pitfall is they waste time or they'll interview somebody two or three times and then say they're not qualified. You're like, you, you couldn't tell me, you couldn't tell the person wasn't qualified after reading the resume or better yet, after one conversation, you've got to talk to them three times. So I think it's just, it, or that could be a cop out of an excuse, right? Right. It, it's either, it's either, it's either one, but I think overall the process for organizations hiring has got to get faster and better. Um, it just does. And, and so the larger the organization, the worse it is. Right. So typically, right. What do you, what, not do, you always. Think, what do you think? And I like giving tactical advice on the show. Cause again, I, I think LinkedIn is over engrossed with yeah. crazy stories and no one gives advice. How many, how many rounds do you think is good, Kyle? I mean, cause again, we evaluate. So I so I'll tell you this, right. I mean, I would argue that trying to find a recruiter is a little harder than trying to find a developer because developer, it's like, do you have .NET? Do you have Angular? Okay, great. We're going to hire you to a certain, again, Yeah. incredible generalization recruiting. It's like you have recruiting, but like, are you a nice person? Like there's so many. Odd no, there's a lot of soft stuff. There. Well, the hard part with us and hiring is 
majority of the people that come to us have never even thought about doing our business. Yeah, which is another so, thing, right? At so least you're like a developer. A, like, yeah, that's what. Yeah, you so do. I think so. I think for us, there's a little bit of like explaining. So they're like, okay, let me tell me what I would be doing. Yeah, you know? my mom so, still doesn't know what I do. She's like, yeah, I my, just talk all day on the internet. I was like, yeah, basically. My wife doesn't know what I do. She goes, hey, what do I say? But just tell them I work at Baco. I think I, that's I, what I, your I wife, my wife was talking about at the Christmas party. They're still trying to figure out what we do. Yeah, I find people jobs. That's what I do. Um, which is not what I do really now, day to day. I know that's not what you do. <laughs> so at all. It's all good. So all yeah, right, we'll so take like, it. like how can like like what's the best ideal interview process? Because like I have mine in my head. Yeah, mine I mean, is. I think, Okay, Go ahead, hour, you hit it, hit it. An hour intro call, but the company's got to sell itself even more right now than yeah. ever. Like literally, it should be like twenty minutes talking about the person, and like forty minutes talking about the opportunity. That's, that's what companies need to do more of, because yep. it's always like, what can the individual do for them? And they're wanting. It's always funny. It was like, hey, we want these seven things for this individual I have. I'm like, if that individual has all seven things you're looking for, you're going to hire them, they and they're going to be bored in six months. I never understood that whatsoever. Ever. So stupid. So stupid. So give them some runway to grow, right? Because it's not like you go to fourth grade and you're like, man, this kid already knows everything in fourth grade. Well, he's got to do fourth grade. You're like, do you have a kid in fourth grade? Where did you pull fourth fourth grade from? I don't know. Just, that's just examples for me. I'm just right. saying it's just like you go to school to learn, yeah. correct? Right. I don't I don't come to a job and expect to like know how to – now, I will say this. I do like my doctors to know what they're doing if they're going to crack me open from a surgery standpoint. I would say that. I don't I want them. Now they can learn new techniques, but for the most part, I want them to know what they're just, doing. Just don't learn new techniques on me, please. We're getting a little sidebar. Very sidebar. Um, but you get where I'm going with that. Yeah. Um, so what's the second round for you then? What do you think second I, round? I think, I think first round, first off, I, I think it's this as much as you can. Saving some time. I think if it can be face-to-face, it can be phone. But if you can do kind of this remote, it cuts yeah. off a lot. You get to know personality. Yes. You get to see more than just phone and voice and elect how they kind of drive the conversation or, or, or ask some intriguing questions. Um, I think this is really good. Um, and then as far as the second round, I think it's pretty tight. I mean, I think if you know, like you know what you're looking for. Right. And if you know, I think companies can get, it's kind of like, you know, when the girl likes the guy and the girl won't leave the guy alone, you're like, oh God, what's your deal? I think, I think companies can get like that a little bit. You got to play a little cool, like, hey, we really like your background. We're really interested. Letting them know you're interested, but, like, yeah. not getting, like, schoolgirl on them. Um, because that could kind of scare the individual away of, like, are they desperate? What's What am I missing here? Is it a good opportunity? And then vice versa, too, on the candidate side, right? Yeah. Um, so, it's a, so it's a balance, I think. Um, but I think, I mean, coming back, two, tops two interviews. But if you know after one and you're talking through things and maybe another phone call of explaining it, good, good to go. Yeah. If you're using somebody like us, um, and, and obviously they're going to school girl to us and say, Hey, we want to hire that individual. What do we got to do? Right. And then we, we kind of say, Hey, they need these questions answered. They need another phone call. We can, we can kind of help facilitate that process. Right. But man, eight weeks is uh, not going to cut it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think too. Elliot comments here. Dang, I never thought about being bored like that. Yeah, I mean, company companies who watch this, I, I, I think the fact if you hire, if you want, if you need four or five, like no one's ever going to stay with you, like ever. No. So, um, got to give them a runway or, or promotability, right? Give yeah. Them some some lift. So but Daniel, another, you are correct on the your accountant, lawyer, dentist, and doctors to be fully trained and experienced. I, I'm with you on that. Yeah, that'll that'll preach. I, I I think I think my thing is 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 I think I think you got ten business days, ten so, yeah. so two weeks. I think you have 
three rounds at most. The only thing I would add, a lot of tech folks like to have a third kind of like, you need to talk with a VP of engineering. You need to talk, talk with our CIO, whatever. So if you have to have that call again, that, that was Kyle's kind of comment about Mr. Allen's out for two weeks. I would, I would be cautious with that and have like a plan B in case Mr. That's right. Allen is out for two weeks. But, but I think you really need to get it done in 10 days, three rounds, Long-term, you know, hour video, two-hour tech assessment for me. So the way I kind of talk to hiring managers, I think you need an hour code-along pairing, right? All these hiring managers making developers take tests at home. Listen, no, ain't no one got time for that. They got five other at-home tests they got to do. Just work it into the interview because at the end of the day, you want to know how that person works with you. So why That's are you right. doing the test take at home? So you have that. Then the final round, third one is obviously just – Yeah. But it all – Taylor, it all comes down to speed, right? Yeah. Just like – have a methodical process, get through it. Don't waste time. And I have, and I have one, I have one client, uh, six, they, they do five or six rounds, but you know what? It's like, bam, bam, bam. Yeah. And they're like super communicative and they get it done in two weeks. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing is like, it's not, and I think this is probably the other big thing I, I meant to say, as far as hiring process for corporations, it doesn't become a priority. That's mean, it. It's not a priority for them. Correct. When, I, when we submit people, Correct. every process, oh, I've got to go run to this meeting. I've got to go do this. I got. It's not a priority. Yeah. It's not for most. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, I meant to get back with you. Yeah, they're gone. The, the person I sent four days ago, you, they're gone. You not responding in four days means, one, you're not serious about finding somebody. Correct. Or two, or you didn't like the person I sent. That's what that tells me. Yep. So I think that's the biggest thing, the corporations and people that are like, desperate to call us when it's like 911 please please help me and then we're not getting we're desperate we're, we're pushing it so fast on our end and then we're not reciprocating that man that job priority for us goes way to the bottom way down quickly way down yeah i mean because right now Kyle, how many how many just off the top of your head how many positions is, is your group working right now um just accounting in general so mm -hmm. contract and perm man um we probably have Two, 20, 20 30 contract orders open right now, um, which are usually the sales cycle of those is like a week. You know, I mean, we're putting consultants in yeah. and they're closing and opening back up. And then perm, we probably have, shoot, I mean, 500. <laughs> I don't know. Tech, I we're probably at two to 300 in tech. Yeah. I mean, it just, and now we're doing some national stuff, just like you on the accounting and finance right. side yeah, too. Yeah. That's enterprise bill. So that's including that. I mean, locally, sure. just Nashville sitting in Nashville seats, probably, probably half that, probably 200. Which, and, and again, the reason why I want to bring that up to hiring managers and, and also job seekers too, like, listen, like, you know, you talk about recruiters not getting back to you and you talk and you're to hiring managers, like you're too slow. Like, listen, we got like 300 orders in tech. We got to fill like literally one, well, my, one of my colleagues literally took a screenshot. Like the manager was moving too slow. And literally the guy, my, my colleague took a screenshot and just sent it to the hiring manager. Like, listen, like it, you can't sit and, and you wonder why you're getting cans. Cause he, here's our job board right now. Yeah. And we, just, we don't it, work. We don't work around your schedule. Correct. We, correct. If you hire just, us, you're hiring professionals. We got to get it right. done. Yeah. So let's, so let's talk about, um, and, and, and Devjeet, thanks for tuning in. The, how's the Laravel market? Uh, I would learn node. Um, but if you're going to learn Laravel, I think you're going to be fine. Um, Kyle, that was tech talk. Um, all right. So I do want to wrap up. We got seven minutes. And again, this 30 minutes goes by super freaking fast. 
Yeah. Let's talk about some leadership tips because okay. you and I think a lot of the same. I think you and I are a lot alike in the way we lead. I think, I think we both obviously have our pitfalls. I, I want to get a little real heel here. Yeah. Real here. What's been the biggest thing that you've worked on that you sucked at this year? And then I'll share mine. And, and obviously biggest, knowing for other leaders to improve on just so well, we can I just share got it's funny. This is kind of timely, but I just got my kind of review back where I had about my my boss, three peers, and about twelve direct reports kind of evaluated. Mine? I never got I never got mine. <laughs> I don't know we need to work on that. We should get yours. I'll get yeah. I'll make sure we get that. So, anyways, I would say there's three three areas for me is um I have a tendency to drive really hard of just getting things done and wanting things to move. And so, and with that, things do, I, I'm pretty successful in, in getting things done, I would say, but sometimes it's just, at, I, I don't listen as much as I probably should and slow down. And so I'm trying to slow down just because people are like, hmm, he's just going to get it right. I'm sure he's right. I'm not going to say anything, which is not good. Right. Um, so that's number one. Number two, I'm just trying to, and this is, I'm actually pivoting this this week. Um, I'm just trying to show up more. There you go. So talk about um, that. You and I have had this conversation off air. Yeah. So I think for as leaders, I think the biggest thing is just like people want, I mean, for me, it's like I show up to meetings. It's not like I don't, I'm not saying showing up to meetings. I show up to my meetings. I'm responsible. If I have a call with you, I make the call. I'm just saying I blow off the small stuff. Hmm. And so where it's like, Hey, the tech team's getting together and I'm like, Oh man, that's not really me. And y'all do your thing. And then all of a sudden I'm not able, I, it just hurts the developing of relationships. Right. And then if I show up, it, they're like, wow, he's, he's here for this. Like, yeah, it matters. Like it just, and so I think it's just like supporting people. And, and so just, I'm just trying to the small stuff that I'm like, there's a baby shower for somebody today. I'm in town. I'm not traveling. I'm showing up. Right. I'm just going to be there. Yeah. And so it's not like I, but I just, people have said saying, Hey, you have better relationships with others. The reason being is because I work with them day to day, but I can do some things to improve on that. And I think showing up in spots that I normally wouldn't show up in, is a, is a big step. A hundred percent. Um, and then, uh, third thing, do you have a third thing? I do listening that, um, if not, no worries. Probably, no, probably. I mean, for me, I think better, um, sometimes when I disagree or if I know what you're saying is not going to work, I'm quick to not, I'm quick to cut off and say, Hey, here's what we need to do. Like just stop fixing oh, all the time. Yeah, so, you, right. so you're Gary Vaynerchuk, basically. Yeah, Gary yeah. Vaynerchuk. Well, I, and so I'm just trying – and so I think that comes down to, um, you know, a little bit of feelings. And, and I can learn some things, too, about maybe why somebody's perspective is a certain way. Sure. Um, but I think just slowing down. If I had to group it, slow down, listen, ask questions, and just show up. Man, right? I think that's so good. and I, It's so funny because I'm sure my 360 is probably going to be the same. I, I think one thing that I've struggled with in, in marriage and – and, um, you know, business, uh, you know, my, my old team that I was managing gave me a really hard time with it, um, was basically like, Hey, you don't listen, right? Like when I'm talking to you, you're still on your computer multitasking. So. Yeah, like, I have put down my, I, I will say putting down your phone is big time in meetings. I've, yeah. That was a couple months ago or not a couple months ago. That was a year ago that I got that kind of feedback or just like, they know when I check out, like Kyle's checked out and I'm yeah. like, ah, Sorry. And I've, sometimes it happens when I'm not engaged. So it just kind of, it's a, it's a bad hole. And so come to a meeting, phone, put your phone down on the table helps, um, or just don't bring your phone at all. The problem with not bringing your phone to a meeting, then you don't know where to go next. And then I'm getting yeah. text messages. Where are you? 
So that happens. And then you're come, now sure. I'm getting feedback that I'm late to meetings. You see the sure. cycle I'm in, right? So it's like you try to fix one and you got another problem. So yeah. um, it, it's a balance. Absolutely. And then again, same thing with me when it comes to um, slowing down, you know, I, I think, you know, I move really fast and I think I got to allow, I got to realize that other people don't move as fast as me and that's okay. Like, totally. that's fine. And, and I think a lot of times I get frustrated, like, man, why, why can't people move it? Like, why can't people? So that's something that I've, Kyle, just to be totally honest with you during my time with this new transition that I'm doing, like, that's something I've really yeah. tried to improve on is like, yeah. But it's also at the same time as pushing people to do. Sure. I think some, people, some people just sit around and they're like, well, what should I do? I'm like, you just need to go do it. Yeah. 100%. Just go do it. Yep. Like just go, I go engage, go call, go make the call, go, go sit and have the meeting, go do. And so that's my biggest advice for people that are like, well, man, my next time, like, man, just, just start doing something. Yep. Just start going. You know, so um, real quick, Gabrielle, it's good to see. You. I'm glad you're tuning in, whether it's at the end or the beginning. I appreciate it. And then, Elliot, to answer your question, when is when is when is push come to shove on the mentality of hiring junior more junior developers with a passion to learn over only hiring senior? Listen, this is this is a whole nother topic in and of itself. Totally. I will tell you this. I think the reckoning's coming where companies have to get creative when it comes to hiring. Like Vaco, our group, like we're getting creative. We're hiring people with no experience. We're hiring people with experience, but not really in tech. I mean, we're, we're getting creative. I think there's going to come a reckoning. I think we, we've already made huge strides in the junior dev community with getting junior devs hired because companies realize they can't chase after seniors all day. But I think companies just have the money. Creative. Yeah, so, and the salary too. Yeah, yeah. Get, I mean, I, I think you can hire some good dev, good junior folks and coach them up. But yep. you got to have a couple senior devs to coach them up, right? Exactly. And and that's kind of the weakness um, with a lot of that's, organizations. So that's, right, the end, that's the end of my IT talk, by the way. That, that was it. Got. That was yeah. the extent yeah, of it. Yeah. Last thing I always want to leave the individual with kind of their last platform. Kyle, thanks for joining. It's been 20 minutes yeah, of just pure joy. What's the last little bit of advice for job seekers and or hiring managers entering into 2022? Man, I, th I, think, th I think the biggest thing is just for hire managers, just make the decision. Just hire. Just hire. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? It's a bad hire and go own it with your boss and say, hey, I thought this. Hindsight's 20, 26 months later, not working. They're not meeting expectations. Like, quick to hire, quick to fire. Yep. Right? Is my thing to, to hire managers. And then to to um, to candidates, my, my whole piece would be, like, evaluate. Like, the grass isn't always greener. Right? and evaluate truly what your motivation is. And the number one thing that people leave for is, is their boss. Yep. And the number one thing that isn't going to change more than likely is your boss. So when you take a counter offer, you're still in the same cesspool that you were in before making $10,000 more a year. And we already said what that equates to in a paycheck, not that much, yep. right? So like make a move, be certain with it. And when you're gonna take a job, you know, show, you know taking the offer, showing the initiative, saying, this is what I want, we need when they give it to you say i'm in i'm on board and going with it not wishwashy so there you go that's it i love it cool all right y'all well thanks y'all for tuning in today i appreciate it. go and play a little music to as we get out of here um listen this is the last live of the week like i said i'm spending my next two days with the vaco crew so i'm off for the week um i will see y'all next week we have an entire week book next week of amazing guests and then i'm off for two weeks for the holidays um, and then we're going to hit it, hit the ground running in January. So again, thanks y'all for tuning in. Go connect with Kyle. I would recommend you to connect with Kyle, even though he's in the accounting finance space. Like I said, Come on. he puts out good content. He has his morning show that he does. Um, and uh, not, yeah, not, not daily, but 
we're working on that, you know, daily, not every, daily. every week or two. What are you averaging? Like once or twice a month? Yeah. Yeah. Twice for sure. Twice a month, twice maybe a month. little more. Oh. We're trying to crank it up a little bit. Yeah. Go connect with Kyle. Y'all have a good one. Kyle, I'm going to go ahead and bounce. See y'all. See y'all. Right. Bye. Hey, you did it. You listened to an entire episode and I am very grateful because you know why? There's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of episodes and I myself rarely finish an entire episode. So I appreciate you so, so much for listening. Quick reminder, please rate and review this podcast in the app store. I want this to be discoverable to others. And the only way that happens is if you take the time right now and rate and review it, please like right now, unless you're driving, then don't do it. So thank you again. If you need to reach out to me, taylor at vaco.com or at tdesson on all social media handles. And I hope you have a fantastic day.